sports fans, and welcome back to Low Expectations, the Gruder Golf Podcast, brought to you by the No Laying Up Podcast Network. Tonight, you've got Haley Hillsland. Hello. And me, Jennifer Corcoran. Um, and shout out to Kiki. She is um, she's doing her regular job, which is <laughs> boo, lame. Um, but anyway, you know, gotta, gotta pay the bills. Um, but yeah, welcome um, to the podcast. We've got a really fun um, guest tonight, Carly Reed, the artist formerly known as Carly Grenfell. Um, and I think you're really going to love the conversation that we had with her about her experience caddying for her wife, Mel, at the um, shop right a few weeks ago. Um, but Haley and I wanted to get on here, first of all, with a few announcements. Um, so our next events are going to be taking place actually within one week in August, which I didn't realize until started putting them on the old calendar. Oh. So on Saturday, August 6th, we've got a collaboration event with um, Boston Golf and Social, uh, which is going to be back at Hooper Golf Course up in Walpole, New Hampshire. It is really cool. Um, the 13th best nine-hole golf course in the country, um, according to, I think, you know, the ranking system. Um, <laughs> gorgeous, like, you know, very nice architecture course. But we're going to mess it up by making the cups bigger. Um, so the holes are literally going to be bigger. So that's a big cups tournament. Um, so hopefully shave a few strokes off your game. Maybe no pressure. Um, so that should be really fun. Then we'll have a little cookout afterwards. And then the very next week on August 11th, which is a Thursday, we'll have bogey nights. And Haley's going to tell you about that. Cause that's really fun. Bogey nights. I'm very excited about it coming back. Um, it is at this par three course, the Flushing Meadows pitch and putt. Out in Queens, it is, I think, at the end of the 7 line on the subway, if you are feeling adventurous, um, but out by the Met Stadium for anyone else that needs any more. Uh, oh, I never do that. Yeah, right out oh. there. But um, it's going to be a really fun time. It's uh, very, very casual. I think we have the place to ourselves starting at 6 p.m. at night. Um, you know, we're not going to make groups or anything. It's going to be kind of like a rolling, you know, tee off when you have a group that you want. Go out with one person, three people, seven people, will not matter. Go out as many times as you want to. I don't know if we advertise that as much as we should. I was writing up the description on the ticket, and I was like, in reality, you can just keep looping if you want. Unlimited. So you... Yeah, it's par threes, you know? Yeah, so that's been a lot of fun, and it's called Bogey Night. So as you can imagine, it's themed, and uh, the theme is uh, disco. Porn. I was I was going to avoid that. Um, <laughs> the theme, theme is not is, porn. Well, well, actually, hilariously, last year, neither you nor Kirsten had seen Boogie no. Nights. No, that was three years we, ago when we had our first one. It was three. It was, that was three years ago? Oh, yeah, it was right, before the pandemic. Of, right. Pandemic. Yeah, no, we all watched that. it, like, the night before the event. We're like, ooh, this is a little weirder like, than I thought Wait it was. a minute. I was horrified. <laughs> yeah, it is such hard. a weirder like, movie than I Did we I, change it? I was like, well, no, we can't. No, I didn't want to change it. I was just kind of like, what are we putting out there? But um, the theme has stuck. So, yeah, the the theme or, like, the inspiration for dressing up is just kind of groovy. Yeah, like a 70s, 70s porn star. Yeah. So whatever that but means like, to not you. Not really. Not really. But, like, you know, I'm definitely probably going to wear my yellow Gooder glasses. Um, oh, those are know, good. Like, yellow glasses. I bought those bell bottoms for the event. I'll probably wear the same exact outfit maybe yeah. again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, should be that should be really fun. Um, and it's a Thursday night. Did we say that? 
It is a Thursday night. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, in the summer, it's tough to plan events because people are away so often during the weekends. You know, we've got the wedding circuit. We've got the weekends away, the vacations. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, you know us, always trying to just make it work for, for you, the consumer. <laughs> um, but also, a very special thank you to everybody who came to Margaret's and Mulligan's in D.C. on Saturday. I thought that was a fantastic crew. Yeah. Really some very nice people. Um Honestly, it was great A lot of first-timers. A lot of first-timers. Well, I mean, it was a first time doing an event in D.C., so, you know, excited to see the first-timers. Really just a banner day all around. I mean, the weather was awesome. The course, which I know we want to talk about the course and the setup there at East East Potomac. East Potato. Um, (laughs) East Potato. Love that place. Um, (laughs) But it was a really, really great day. I also want to comment... And this is the first time for us, as many of our listeners have heard. First time teeing off at 9 a.m. That was a big deal for yes. us. Honestly, not that much different, in my opinion, than the 2 o'clock starts that we do in New York City. We're still up at the same time. Yeah, but, that's uh, true. It was also only nine holes, which I think is also a really nice segue for non-golfers and beginner yes. golfers. I think 18 sounds a lot more daunting. So, you know, that will be dependent on the course itself and if we can you know, snag nine holes where we can. But, um, yeah, I thought it was a really nice casual day. We had a nice barbecue afterwards, a nice Hulu. Hulu, oh, my God, no. Uh, nice limbo contest. Oh, Although we should maybe do a Hulu a contest. Idea, yeah, yeah, I wish I thought of that sooner. I'm so um, bad at Hulu hooping, though. I can't do it. Uh, I'm not good either. But that could be something for Bogey Nights, actually, because that's kind of yeah, groovy yeah. and disco. That is groovy and disco, yeah. I, I really want – going crazy. back to Bogey Nights quickly, I just want to say this on the record so I don't forget. I think we should all be on roller skates. I know we talked about that years ago. Because that's one of the things exactly. – the roller skate girl. Exactly. I don't think she even had a name in that. It was Probably Heather – uh, what's her face? Um, Heather Graham. Heather, Heather Graham, Graham was yeah. Skater girl or whatever. That was, like, yeah. on the credits what her name was. So, yeah, legend. Yeah. Legend. But, uh, um, yeah, we had a great little day. And then we went to a bar to watch the end of round two, which was or yes. round three uh, of the KPMG, which was really good TV watching because it was when NG was starting to show her first signs of cracking. And I think it was on bit, yeah. hole 16 when she was, like, crisscrossing the fairway. I thought she would have at least doubled par, snuck out with the double bogey. Very impressive. I know, right? Saved double bogey. But really made for an interesting start to Sunday, which was, you know, a nice way to go into it. Yeah, left the door open, and Mm -hmm. uh, nobody walked through. (laughs) People got close. People got close. We get into that a little bit in the episode with Carly. Yeah, we do talk a little bit about the finish there. I mean, it was just, like, tough. Um, For those of you who don't know, um, Lexi Thompson, like, pretty much had it, and then bogeyed the last three holes. Is that what happened? Bogey par no, I think she just bogeyed one. Really? Well, let me think. She bogeyed. Was it a double bogey, though? So I remember when she had that, that bad chip, and then the, did she? That, that was just five? one bogey. So that was bogey, okay. and that's when NG birdied. So that's when they were tied. Right. And then NG birdied 17, and then they both parred 18, I think. I'm not positive on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what went down. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's also, I think that the fact that we don't, that I don't know exactly what happened really <laughs> speaks to the fact that it's hard to know what's going on when you're actually on the ground at the tournament. Yeah. Like, it's really tough. There was, like I, I mean, I told you guys this before, there was no internet out there either. Like, there was zero service. Yeah. So, like, I couldn't load a leaderboard or anything. They had, um, 
kind of the old-fashioned leaderboards that they were like having people move letters in and everything which was cool and um, aesthetically pleasing but they didn't have you know it wasn't being updated um, moment by moment so it was tough to know exactly what was going on but I feel like there was good word of mouth and good buzz in those last few holes on yeah. Sunday um, crowd finally showed some signs of life um, a little daylight dollar short if you ask me mm-hmm. we used a little bit more hype personally it was weird yeah but you know um i also heard that the tv coverage just wasn't wasn't phenomenal um didn't really get to see a lot of a lot of specifically lauren coughlin who i think we need to shout out because yeah. i think that, that was probably the highlight of my weekend was watching her you know on friday um do really well make the cut and like there were i mean there were you know world-class players getting absolutely like eaten alive out there all weekend and um Eked out a she T seventeen at the end of the day. That sounds right. She, I want no, to it might have been it might have been fourteen. Let's check this out. Yeah, check it up. Let's um, check this out. I think I just checked earlier today because I was very excited. Sixteen tie sixteen. Oh, we'll split the difference. Split the difference. Yeah. Split the difference there. Um, um, so yeah, first time playing on the weekend in a major. Got to meet her mom um, and her dad and her brother, um, which was obviously very exciting. And we had you know Casey. And Cheryl out there, her cheering squad. She had a lot of people following her, actually. Yeah. Um, She's from the area. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a lot of fun to see her. She played so well. It It just felt like a sister, like a a close friend, which I consider a close friend. (laughs) I was also, that was when I was really, like, clenching up. Like, I, every single time that, like, she was putting or whatever, like, I was getting, I was getting nervous. Yeah. You know? Just, like, felt like, felt like there was a lot on the line for us, too. There was. But it was very exciting. Very, very exciting. Shout out, Lauren. Um, quite a blast. Um, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. We should, pro- we, talk, we should talk about East Potomac because if you live in the Washington, D.C. area and you want to get better at golf, I think this – I really wish that there was a place like this near me because a magical, they have magical it oasis. all. First Every- of all, Dave – what is he? Head of golf operations. He was phenomenal. Um, I actually ran into him on Friday at the tournament, um, and we met each other, and – he showed me a bunch of photos. He actually does a Jubby Buffett-themed um, golf outing as well um, and honestly makes us look like children because they put, like, blow-up sharks and everything on their carts. Like, they really do it up. Um, so he was very, you know, into that theme and everything, and he was also just, just absolutely wonderful. And the mm-hmm. facilities, phenomenal. Yeah. No, absolutely I mean, it's wonderful. Every version of golf you would want to play is there. So there's truly something for everyone um, right underneath the monuments, Jen, can yep. you name them? Yes. Yep, the Washington Monument. Yes. That's the only one I saw while I was I know. there. I know, but you knew but the other ones But apparently that one by. goes, that one, so the, the Washington Monument, though, faces the Lincoln Memorial and has that, the reflection pond in the middle. Are you them, saying that right? because of the TikTok you sent us Yes, today? that's how. <laughs> <laughs> also, that's like another really creepy thing. So um, for those of you who don't know, so I, during the opening remarks of the tournament, um, you could see the Washington Monument in the distance, and I ca- first called it a statue. I was like, <laughs> you know, we're excited to be here in D.C., obviously with all this history. You know, we've got these beautiful statues all around us, um, the Capitol, and I called it the Capitol. But honestly, people aren't talking about the Washington Monument very often these days, and they are talking about the Capitol a lot. They are, but they're also the Capitol with of, an O. Well, they're the also Capitol showing the Capitol. it. They're showing it also with a lot of visuals, but we don't need to get into the nitty-gritty. Um Honestly, they show the bottom part, though. They show, show the ground 
the ground level. Sure. Okay. You're right. You're anyway. Right. Okay. I was also jet lag. You were jet lagged. In the morning. Flew. And it was the morning. You're right. You're right. So lots of different reasons. No I, one's mad. And no one's mad. So yeah, I did mess that up. Um, but yeah, that I, I now will never make the same mistake again. Yeah. So you live and you learn. Um, but, but yeah, um, it was really cool. Yeah. But a it, bit of a weird time to go down to DC, honestly. Um, found out about Roe v. Wade literally in the Dunkin' Donuts line at the airport. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty upsetting. Um, just so the listeners know, we're we're trying to figure out uh, a good um, place to direct funds. If you have any suggestions, feel free to reach out. I know you guys are good at that. You know, I think people really will reach out if you've got, like, a favorite or something. Yeah. Um, I feel like here in Texas, like, I obviously just hate being here in a time like this. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think we can definitely find some resources. I mean, there's obviously no shortage of them, which is great to see, but... Uh, I'd love to do some sort of like matched campaign too. And I don't know how yeah. much we're actually able to move around. I think as everyone can match $500, I was going to say, I think as everyone <laughs> pretty much knows here, Gruder golf is not the most profitable organization out there, but yep. I do think we can do some version of a, uh, of a matched uh, campaign or something. So yeah, stay tuned. I think what we were all saying over the course of the weekend was like, for me personally, like you just kind of have to like digest it for a day or yeah. two and like, you know, I do like seeing all of the uh, commentary and things being posted on the internet, and it's it's you know, it's just a lot to take in, really. And I I just feel like I needed to uh, to take a few days to think it through. And I don't know, even today, I'm feeling a lot different about not different, but just like I feel like I had like a physical reaction the first couple of days, and it was just like kind of sick to my stomach. Still am, yeah. but I feel like it's a little bit clearer now. In some ways, not many, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just like, it's just, yeah, fucking sucks. It still sucks, overall. yeah. It's still yeah. really shitty, really terrible. I actually reread that article um, oh, God. that you had sent on the plane ride home, um, which maybe we can send to our viewers, but yeah. viewers, listeners. Yeah, because I think that it's it's just like something that just like you can't look at it without looking at it with like a nuanced perspective, you know what yeah. I mean? And I feel like that's what you know, just making abortions illegal across the board does, right? It's like every, it's just just a personal thing and such a, you know, every situation is so different that it's just so hard to, you know, imagine somebody thinking that it's it's like a good idea to have it be like, you just can't have that option, you know? I'd rather be more thoughtful about it than reactive because again, there's no shortage of things that are out there, which is all great. Like, I, I do think though that, you get a little numb to all of the posts to the yeah, point where, exactly, you know, exactly. people just oh, yeah. know to skip over it. So I'd rather, like I said, just be a little more thoughtful about yeah. it and, and take our time to digest it and think about how it is that we want to do something. I mean, I don't know. We were talking about it Saturday night. It's like, what do we do? <laughs> like, what can we do? Yeah. Uh, Kiki's going to learn start? how to do abortions, actually. And Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't – that's like I, – I, so that's what I do. I opt to joke. I opt to joke – Yes. Kind of. I opt to, I opt to dark humor. Um, you know me. I'm a funeral girl. Yes. Um, so. We just have really to I didn't want to not say any, you know, like, because also I think that in the, in the space of golf too, like it's, it's a weird place to be. You well, know? that's, I think that's where I struggle the most because I don't want, I know there's the argument of your silence speaks volumes and I don't want us to ever be perceived as that. I don't think anyone that knows us would assume yeah. that though either. So I'm pretty comfortable no. in that. But um, I do think in the space of golf where you're going with that is like 
yeah, the statement that LPGA put out was absolutely laughable and like so, so just embarrassing. Like a statement. It's just like you're, and I know again, like you're saying about it being personal. It's like we know that you represent players that probably fall on the other end of the spectrum in terms of their belief system and and how they feel about this issue. Fine, but you can still find a way to represent all of your players in the, and in my opinion, in the stance of saying, you know, it's personal and everyone has the right to make a decision for themselves. But in any case, um, there's a lot of things I would have done differently if I were the LPGA or would do differently if I were them. So um, yeah, just submit a longer list. Uh, Maybe that could be just an episode that we have for the LPGA, like all of our suggestions for ways to suggestions, free advice. Yes. They'd love yeah. to hear but that. There I'm was sure. there was a post that was going around today that um, like Michelle Wee put up, and I saw that Mel had put it up and everything I saw too. That, about yeah. kind of a, took like a little bit of a harder stance, maybe in reaction to. I'd love to kind of get the story behind how that came up. Yeah. Um, but you know, maybe we'll save that for. We'll do some investigating journalism on that and kind of. Yeah. You know, at least take a look at kind of how how golf is reacting because I think that's kind of like an interesting. That's one of the only ways that I know how like an an opposite. Maybe some of the only times that I like exit my echo chamber or like reading golf Twitter, right? I mean, <laughs> I've had a really weird relationship with Twitter in the last four days because on one hand, it's like the most depressing place to be when you're like reading what people are saying and thinking oh, and yeah. it's just like you want to pull your hair out. But there is there is some um, uh, mindlessness of retreating to golf Twitter, although it was nice to see that message that the girls were putting out today. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely needed. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we did <laughs> On that light on, note. <laughs> sorry, I well, we started talking about DC, and then that, like, that just for me, like, even talking about, like, the monuments and stuff, right? It's like, you kind of, I don't know. Again, we were placed to be this weekend. I'm obviously glad we were there um, for the reason that mm-hmm. we were there, but it was almost like forgot about it for a little while, like, at the tournament and everything, and then, like, went back, you know, on the internet to get on the plane. And then I was like, Oh fuck, I forgot about that. You know, like, yeah. damn, damn. We're still, still doing that. We're still in this um, hellscape. <laughs> still here. <laughs> still, still got that going. Um, but anyway, um, don't want this to be like a billion year episode. So we'll let you get to the, um, the interview, which is very fun. Very fun. Um, Carly is phenomenal. Um, Mel does make a guest appearance. Um, so that will be, <laughs> A few times. She does some fact, <laughs> some live fact-checking for us um, and then then comes and says a few words. So they're always a blast um, to chat with and see and watch. So um, enjoy that. And um, if you need anything, let us know. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Obviously, many of you who have listened before, um, long-time listeners, first of all, we love you. Second of all, you've already um, met this person but the last time she was a guest in this podcast, she had a different name. So, Carly, a lot has gone on with you since the last time we spoke. At the beginning, was that the beginning of 2021? No, beginning of 2022. That would have been like a really long oh. time ago. Um, but it was the beginning of the year, and it was before you were Carly Grenfell still. So how does it feel being Carly Reed, the first lady of the LPGA? <laughs> the first lady. Well, that's quite a compliment. But, yeah, I mean, life is good. Been married for over two months now so haven't gotten divorced so i'd consider that a win (laughs) two and a half months in we're we're thriving so it's been thriving i heard the first two and a half months are the hardest so it's good that you've made it past (laughs) that uh that milestone yeah it's all downhill from here (laughs) 
Well, especially now when you're working together. So actually, we have obviously, as usual, so, so, so many questions. But um, I am really curious. So we, we already told everybody kind of the reason that we brought you on, which we thought your, uh, your commentary about your first foray into caddying was absolutely hilarious and illuminating. Um, and kind of want to know how that all came about. So have you ever, this was your first time caddying ever or just first time caddying on a professional event? This was my first time caddying ever. So it was quite an experience, but I guess, I mean, Mel's kind of been in between caddies the last couple months and she hadn't really had a full-time caddy. Didn't really want to bring a random person on. And she's like, well, I was in between jobs at the time. So it worked out perfect. So I spent my week as a caddy for her. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it all came to fruition. <laughs> and would you do it again is my burning question. <laughs> yes, I definitely would. Like she, it was the perfect scenario because ShopRite is a three-day event. Yeah. And the course is extremely flat. So <laughs> when you're caddying for the first time, those were two very very key things for my success, I think. <laughs> very key to your success as a caddy. I already yeah. got the lingo down too, like the post round type of <laughs> very key to our success today. I think the flat course <laughs> and the three days. Um, and I mean, was there any added pressure that Mel is, you know, a, a past champion at ShopRite? Uh, not really. No. I mean, we were, we, I, I mean, we kind of went in, she knows I don't know anything about like golf inside the rope so I think her expectations were really low and I just took on the role of like just moral support keep things fun keep it light and yeah she made the cut so I'll consider that a win yeah you're undefeated made cuts I I do have (laughs) I do have a question about uh you know keeping it light uh throughout the rounds you're obviously very uh laid back and very funny when you're not caddying. What are you doing while you're caddying? I mean, obviously the post round notes were hysterical, very entertaining, as we've said, (laughs) but I just, I'm having a hard time picturing like what it was like during the round. Were you like serious down to work? I did see the, the video of you raking the bunker. You were very serious in that. Really good. So is that your demeanor throughout the, throughout the weekend? Yeah, I mean, it, it was nice because the groups we played with, the caddies, like, knew it was my first time. So, like, the first day, he's like, hey, you have to keep stats. I was like, what? <laughs> so, he, like, literally gave me a 30-second course. I'm like, okay, you need to put, like, what club she uses off the tee, where it lands, like, fairway, rough, out of bounds. Like, there's all these different, like, initials you have to put for where it goes. Fairway was obviously easy, and she hit a lot of fairways, so... It was like driver, fairway, and then, then after that, like you have to know the yardage to the pin. So I, I would like the annoying part for her. I was like, how far was that? (laughs) (laughs) I have no awareness, but uh, after a little bit, I just took the laser out myself and would just zap it. Yeah. So I didn't have to annoy her with that question every single hole. Um, (laughs) And then the first, the very first hole. She she hit it onto the green, but I was like, he's like, yeah, now just put, like, how far that putt is. And I was like, I legitimately have no idea. So I just, I, I got the hang of it. Like, I talked to Mel after. She's like, okay, like, one big step is three feet. So just kind of, like, picture it in your head. So sure. that's what I went off of. Like, I don't think I was super far off. But, yeah, it was definitely a crash course 
on the first day for sure. Okay, dumb question. The stats wow. are for Mel, right? So she reviews that at the end of the round for the next day. So the LPJ is actually working on like a more comprehensive oh, true. stat. So they actually pay the caddies to hand like, hand take the stats right now until they have enough data. Um, I don't know if they're using ShotLink, but yeah, the caddies are keeping the stats and then they'll okay. take all that data to help produce like, yeah, all the, all the stats that they need. That's insane. And I didn't really realize that obviously, cause I asked the question, yeah. lots of questions coming off of that. Did the boy caddies or the, for boys golf, do they have to do that? Do the caddies have to do that? No, because they have all the technology, like uh, ShotLink, all of that, and they have that on every single hole. That is a lot of pressure then, because I was asking oh my God, only because yeah. I was thinking of like keeping the stats. Like, oh, if you like fudge it here and there, it's not a big deal. But knowing that it goes beyond Mel and it's for an actual database, it's really, yes. really very daunting. <laughs> yeah. I know. And that's the stuff that informs now. I mean, like the KPMG like was the one who sponsored even like the fact that we have more stats. So like they only started keeping like track of like you know, all these stats that we actually don't really fully understand what they are, like strokes gained off the tee and yeah. strokes gained and like all of those things that only just started last year. No, so I just didn't realize the caddies were responsible for it all. Well, yeah. yeah Cause I mean, on where else does same, it come from? Is that related to, to like the reason that like there isn't like shot tracer on the TVs, like on the LPGA stuff, like you can always see like the, the visual on the PGA stuff, but they don't, it's like, how much could that possibly cost? Maybe, I mean, I guess a lot if they're not doing it, but maybe not. Yeah, I don't, I don't know figures, but yeah, it would be a lot. I mean, they have it on every single hole off the yeah. team and in the fairway, they have like the spotters that like input the exact yardage and stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. And presumably those would be like volunteers anyway. Right. Cause I mean, yeah, it is. We can definitely talk about the volunteers later because I've some, got some opinions on some of these volunteers <laughs> since we've been going to tournaments. I'm like, these people need to relax. Like, they are ruling with an iron fist out there and, like, making eye contact with anybody who, like, dares, like, crinkle a bag of potato chips, which... Yeah. I mean, I, I get... experienced that congressional a couple of times. I was, like, 100 Dang. yards away from the, from the putting, like, the green... And I was just like whispering to a guy that was asking me questions and he was like, Hey, hey, you need to stop talking. They're about to put. I'm like, You're being louder and you're closer. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the classic they shushing can't hear me. controversy in grade school. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, I feel like everyone getting shushed yeah. just like left and right out there, which I mean, how quiet does Mel need it to be, actually? Because this is a theme that we've been exploring lately, is you know, if you want kind of the energy, because like I just can't imagine being any other sporting event and being shushed, you know, like, I feel like the energy is like zapped out of it. And that was one thing that was kind of annoying me. People like weren't even cheering that much. At like after drives. Yeah. Like after a shot, it's like, let's come on, give the girls like some clapping or something, you know, like what would totally. you come here to do? <laughs> I was getting totally. very exasperated. Yeah. I mean, Mel, she doesn't need it that quiet, but if you can hear people loudly talking, she'll be like, Hey, can you shut them up? She only yeah, did that one that. stop right, and I was like, "Oh God, what do I do?" You had to oh, shut them up. Well, how did you? How did you do it? I mean, if a Are caddy gonna, says like, it, that's different. Stop yeah. walking. Stop talking. Like you just put your hand up and hope they see you. Yeah. But yeah. well, what about? Did you make um... eye contact with them? Like, yes. You. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about after right a drive or like a good shot though? Does she like when people cheer after that? Because I think that was weirder for me. Like, 
you know, I get walking around the greens. People are assholes. They're not really respectful. So I understand why they are overzealous, let's say, with the, the quiet requests. But I was more weirded out, you know, on the tee box after a drive, and everyone just stands around quietly and looks at each other. I'm like, are you guys impressed? I'm impressed, and I want to cheer. Yeah. I I, know, I thought it was kind of quiet, too. Wasn't it? Um, but yeah, I mean, I think anytime there's big crowds, you want them to be loud. So I would I would imagine most LPGA players would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, our first event was Solheim, and we didn't really know, like, because everyone was like, yeah, like, the yeah. energy at Solheim is so great. And it's like, we kind of have, like, a lot of people at, well, you know, so, uh, most of the bigger events, you know, like – if you just tell them they can, you know, make some noise. Like, I mean, we'll do that too. We'll be kind of like the hype girls like that they had at Solheim and everything, you know, they had like the, the cheering ladies. Right. I feel like we could maybe play that. The signs, right. Yeah, exactly. Like the, you know, the get loud and everything was fun. I feel like experiencing Solheim, everything after that is kind of a letdown. (laughs) (laughs) I know we, we really did a disservice to ourselves by the Solheim being our very first LPGA event. So we set ourselves up for failure, but now we just know what what every tournament can be. So in some ways, I think it really gave us a nice uh, vision for the future. Yeah. The other, the normal tournaments too, are just like a lot more like overwhelming in terms of like the numbers of players. Like it's, Hard to know what's going on at all yeah, <laughs> most of the time. Do you did you guys have a sense while you were out there of like what was going on elsewhere on the course? Is that something that's ever like important? Um, um like in your I, caddy, yeah. Like if you're like... in contention, I feel like Mel's somewhat of a leaderboard watcher, or the caddy will pick up on it and be like, "Look, take out their phone and pull up the leaderboard," since there's not leaderboards everywhere throughout the course, but. Yeah, I mean, you have some awareness, especially if you're near the top or kind of like Mel at ShopRite, like what the cut was going to be. Yeah. So. Yeah, hyper aware. Um, so I think we should get into some of these um, some of these uh, pieces of knowledge that you shared and see, you know, if you have anything to elaborate on, because I have like further questions on honestly most of them. Um, a lot of pockets on the golf bag. So tell us a little bit about staff bags how heavy they are, like, and some of the techniques that you use to carry it, because they are gigantic. Yeah, it's way heavier than it looks. <laughs> and, like, during the pro-am and the practice round, I basically, I had the strap, but it was too long, and we didn't figure this out before the first round, so it was, like, past my butt, and, like, hitting <laughs> my butt as I was walking, and I just thought that's how it was supposed to be, and I was like, let me, let me look at this. So she tight, she like made the strap shorter (laughs) and it was loads better and it felt lighter, but I mean, it's probably like, how, how much is it? 45 pounds? Mel? How heavy is the bag? 45 pounds. (laughs) I would say 45 pounds. We should tell the the listeners, we kindly asked Mel to not join tonight's recording we didn't ask mel carly so we ran into them this is funny so we ran into mel and carly um at the dining area which was way too nice for us to be there i was like very confused as to why we were allowed in that area at all but on uh sunday ran into them in the dining area at the congressional and uh carly was like oh yeah like we're talking tuesday and i was like oh my god yeah like exciting and then mel was like oh, what do we have on Tuesday? And Carly was like, oh, no, not you, just me. So <laughs> spotlight is all for Ms. Reed tonight. Yes, here we are. 
<laughs> but yeah, but definitely yell into the room if we have questions for her about the weight of the bag. <laughs> yeah, she's or anything really. Okay, and she also has a thing about the the zippers being center aligned. Yeah. Um, what's up with that? Is that I'm just like a tick sure. superstition thing? It's not superstition. She, I don't know. It's just, I guess she's always had her golf bag like that. And it's kind of annoying, I guess, to go and search for the zippers. Like if you need to pull out a, a ball quick or a tee or whatever. So I made the mistake of not doing that once. And I didn't make the same mistake twice. But yeah, I mean, it's center aligned to all of them. And now, okay, are you so doing highly coachable? All... <laughs> now are you doing that for all of your bags? It sounds like. I yeah I like the day after I just caught myself zipping it up <laughs> like the two zippers like that. I'm like, what the hell? What's happened? <laughs> you're just a caddy. You're a professional. She got to me. She got to me. <laughs> and so the how so the physical like aspect of it. You had mentioned that the course was flat, which was great, but it was still pretty physically taxing. And we actually don't have Haley. Do you have a whoop? Whoop, whoop. I got Noah whoop, whoop uh, <laughs> last, two years ago for his birthday. We only really like it for the recovery number in the morning so that we know how well or poorly we slept. So beyond that, I don't really know anything about it. Okay, so you were at a 12 after the round. So give us, give the listeners, this is also not sponsored content whatsoever, but <laughs> I feel like in terms of stats, like, Caddies don't have that many stats, so this is one of the stats for you. So give us a sense of, like, where you are in a normal day and how, how much different that is. Because you're also an athlete, too. I think that that's worth mentioning. Very like, important You're an athletic person. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when I, like, today I did the Peloton for 30 minutes, like a hard ride. And my strain today is 11.5. My Whoa. strain on the bike was 10.2. So, it got, I mean... I feel like just walk. I mean, just walking a course wouldn't seem like your strain would be that high, but when it's kind of hot and you have forty pounds in your back, it's yeah, it's surprisingly difficult on your it's body. It's a different animal. Yeah. And does like your like mental or emotional stress factor into that number too? Like, because I mean, <laughs> you probably weren't like stressed, but like you probably were on like a little bit of like adrenaline. You know. Yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like your heart rate, you can go back and like look at the activity itself and it's like you can see your heart rate. Obviously, certain parts of the course are a little harder to walk, but I feel like adrenaline definitely factors into that number. I feel like it's also a very long time to be following the rules. <laughs> and that in and of itself is adrenaline inducing for me at least. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> I mean, I had to ask her, I'm like, am I allowed to cheer? Like she made a like a 50 foot eagle putt on Whoa. one of the holes. I think it was the first day and I, and I like audibly cheered. And then I was like, shit, am I allowed to do that? And I was like, can I cheer? And she goes, yeah, of course. I'm like, okay, thank God. Cause that would be really hard to not do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that. I mean, I get nervous watching everybody, honestly, like everybody that I like, I'm just like really like clenched up during, during like the round. So like, I can only imagine being right out there how that would be, even though one of your other notes was that it's a sick view from inside the rope. So is there anything in there that you want to you want to um, expand upon? I mean, I feel like I just learned a lot about, like, how hard it is to be a professional golfer. I feel like that was the biggest takeaway. Like, she wasn't really hitting the ball that great. Like, it, it was just a grind all week. And she just got up and down from anywhere. And I just feel like the mental strength that golf requires is absolutely insane. And, like, I, I knew she was tough, but I was like, that is a different level. Wow. 
so nice, yeah. honestly. That is nice. It, do, it, it does seem really, really, really hard. Like, the more, the more I see of golf, the more I'm like, ow. And this isn't even, like, us playing or anything. Because playing is, like, I'm not playing the same game at all, like it turns yeah. out. <laughs> like, it's just not even <laughs> close to what it's supposed to be. But, but, yeah, wow, that's also very romantic, honestly. That's a very nice way to see your wife. <laughs> Like, wow, like, even more impressed with you than I was before. (laughs) Seriously, I'm not bullshitting you there. It's it's crazy. Well, it also speaks to just, like, all of, like, the work that goes into caddying, too, right? Because you do get such a different perspective when you are probably, well, you you are paying attention to every shot Mm -hmm. because you have to log it. But uh, you obviously go to plenty of our tournaments, right? Like, you're you're there for plenty of uh, these rounds, so... It's kind of cool to see that you have such a different perspective after uh, being the caddy. Yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah, like I said, I knew she was, like, mentally strong. But when you're seeing every single shot and every decision, like, right there, when she probably had her D game, it was just – it was impressive. Yeah, but it's also just so interesting to hear you be like, oh, yeah, like, it was her B game, like, wasn't hitting that great. Like, it's still, like, pretty good, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. still, like, making the cut, still, like, playing, and, you know? So it's, like, just so interesting, like, the fine line between, like, when, what pros, like, think they're doing and, like, what, you know, or what they're trying to do and when what they're doing, like, still looks pretty decent, you know? And, like, still, like, yeah. making it work out there. It's so crazy. Yeah. So crazy. Um, so also, so difficult... This is one of your good ones, too. It's really difficult to drink a Coke on the tee and then carry on. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about that moment? Did you get that was This was on day two, so maybe you were getting a little more comfortable, figured you could treat yourself to a little, little Coca-Cola, <laughs> and it didn't work out. So what happened there? Yeah, so there was a little bit of a weight on the tee, but, like, you can't really drink a soda that fast. Like, I'm not just chugging oh. it. So the snacks on the course were so good also. They had, like, Tasty Cakes and... Philadelphia pretzels and all sorts of things. Oh my god, Jen! Like a soft, like a soft pretzel. Yes, that is Jen's favorite food we've just recently discovered. (laughs) I know I've been on a huge soft pretzel kick. And Haley, I haven't even told you about what happened to me at the airport on Sunday. Oh my god! I I had several instances of disrespect, and one of them didn't involve a pretzel. But that was just like the last thing that happened. (laughs) I wanted to say you had several soft pretzels. Um, No, they are delicious. But anyway, okay, um, carry on. The snacks were okay. good and had soft pretzels. That's pretty sick. Yeah, I mean, so I probably drank like half of it on the tea, and I was like, oh, God. And I think the other caddy saw me like contemplating what to do because I didn't want to throw it away. <laughs> so I was going to set it down. He's like, here, I can hold it while you put the bag on. So he just took it for me. I strapped up and then handed it back, and we were fine. And nice. you're allowed to walk around with a Coke in hand? I guess. Are you allowed to like I think yeah, the right, players and the caddies can pretty much do whatever, right? Like, like you can yeah. eat whatever you want to. Yeah. I'm honestly yeah. a little surprised what you said about the cell phone. I mean, I've, I've seen it happen, but I am kind of surprised you can have your cell phone uh, throughout the round. I mean, yeah, I, I actually don't know the rule on that, but I think if you're just looking at a leaderboard, like, I'm pretty yeah. sure caddies do that all the time. Like, you're not scrolling through Twitter. Yeah, you're not like taking videos and yeah, right. Giving like swing analysis inside the ropes, but wait, are you not allowed to do that? I don't think I don't think you can do that. Well, you can't go live. We know that, Jen. Well, I know you can't go live. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think I don't think anybody else even tries to do that. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't think you can like take swing videos of your like the caddy can get out the phone and just take a video of their swing in the middle of a round. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm just guessing, but well, no, there's probably like, like for the TV stuff. There's probably probably I don't know rules around that. I honestly don't know. I'm also yeah. Guessing. That is that is an interesting one. Who were you guys playing with that um, the other caddy was like helping you out a little bit? The first day we played with J. Marie Green and. Emily Pedersen. Oh, so, that cool. So you're with Chris. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, my boy. Sure he, yeah. I don't remember which caddy helped me to be honest, oh. but they were great. They were super helpful on the first day. And then the second day, Sarah. Same. Oh yeah. Same. And then the third day was Sarah Kemp and Nina <laughs> Kemp. Yeah. She's helping me out. Oh, cool. And her, her caddy is one of Mel's old caddies. So I knew who he was. Oh my God. There's no bad blood there. No bad blood, no. Okay, that's good. I always I wonder, with the caddy yeah. network, just how caddies are exchanged, and I don't know, are you part there's of the like group text, day actually? Day. What's that? Are you part of the caddy group text? No. <gasps> I didn't get invited to that. What? Honestly, <laughs> that probably come after this interview. <laughs> I should be part of it now, though. Yeah, Honestly, definitely. You should be. <laughs> that that only like a slayer. Yeah, I'm mad. Well, about I that. heard. I heard this weekend. I mean, you're you're lucky you weren't caddying this weekend because I heard that a lot of the caddies were, or some of the caddies at least, were staying at the Red Roof Inn, and there was a shooting there. Yep, yeah, I did hear that. Kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. I think one of them, like the police, knocked on their door because they were on the same floor. Oh my god! And like oh asked god. when they had heard the gunshots. Oh my god! Do so they give a statement? A witness statement? I think. So. I think- yeah. Oh my God! I would have been like, I'm staying out of this. I'm not from around here. I don't yeah, want to. I don't want to ruffle any feathers in, in Bethesda. <laughs> Seemed like a pretty nice place, though. <laughs> right? Yeah, it was cool. We were like ten minutes from the little downtown area. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it seemed like a, a cute little place, and I didn't even know how close. I mean, I'm constantly learning about geography um, as I go places because I, <laughs> I, I guess I just don't look at maps that often. Um, but I didn't know how close it was to Potomac. Which is a Real Housewives franchise, so oh, yeah. that gave I me a vote of confidence. Too. I was like, oh, this is a nice area then. There are Real Housewives around here somewhere. <laughs> I was also just like faking myself out of the course thinking that I was seeing them. But You did not tell us that. I so, yeah, there were a bunch of ladies that I was like, I th- she looks famous. But I often think people look famous. I like um, that you just kept that to yourself, though, throughout the day. Well, because I knew that you guys didn't know who any of them were <laughs> yeah, anyway. Of course we don't. You know what but... I mean? It's like, especially, like, Kiki, like, doesn't know any famous pop people, culture. any trends. Zero like, pop culture. Like, if you oh show her, like, a TikTok trend, like, she's never seen it before in her life. And she's like, that's so weird. It's like, no, but everyone's doing this. <laughs> I was going to say, it's know? not that like, she's never seen it. She just, like, thoroughly does not even understand why it exists, which is hysterical. <laughs> it's, it's good. I love that. Yeah, we need we need that type of purity in the world still. Totally. Yeah, right? It's nice. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about, you know, it sounds like on day two, you kind of like, you know, got your feet wet and you you helped with some club selection. So walk us through that moment and how you, you know, what were your, what your thought process was. Okay, it was one club. <laughs> one club. Um, it was on 18 and... She was in between, I don't, did I put in the tweet what it was? Four or five? Oh, let's see. Five and four iron. <laughs> yeah, worried about going long. Chiming <laughs> in. Yeah, and I was like, she was like, well, it could go long. I'm like, well, what's the miss? She said short. I'm like, well, you should use a club that you have a greater chance of going short if that does happen. She's like, okay. 
And then she hit a great shot. So nice. one club selection, and I thought I did a pretty good job. <laughs> I mean, honestly, birdie, birdie finish, you know? I, it sounds like you were part of that, a huge part of that. Instrumental, I, I would say. I'm going to take all the credit for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. As you should, as the caddy. <laughs> Um, and then also really, really curious about, um, peeing with a caddy bib, because I think this is something that nobody <laughs> talks about. Yeah. It should be talked about more. Definitely. Someone replied like, you know, you can take the caddy bib off. I'm like, that is so much extra work. Like you got the stats thing, you got the laser, you got tees, oh, yeah. you got all sorts of shit in there. So it'd be a lot of effort to take all that out or like try to take it off and it all falls out. So I was like, you know what, whatever. So after the first time, I was like, all right, I got this. But yeah, I mean, porta potties are disgusting. It's the least glamorous part of the LPJ, even as a spectator. Like, it's gross. Yeah. But yeah, I had a caddy bib into the mix, and it's a different animal. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're not trying not to touch the seat and Ugh. try not to pee on the caddy bib. I feel like so, it's like. That would be really embarrassing, but also really funny <laughs> if you got pissed on your caddy bib. <laughs> I feel like it's that the would have made it made a great note. I feel like it's the equivalent of having a romper on in a uh, porter potty, where yes. it's like you're just like juggling so many pieces of fabric, and yeah, not trying to pee on it, but also not trying to let that touch anything either. on the ground. Yeah, exactly. there's the ground. It's like so many areas are lava that like you really <laughs> and like if things go wrong, they can go so wrong. It's yeah. scary in there, honestly. There's just yeah, a lot can go wrong. I'm I'm out on porta potties, honestly. I can't. No matter, like I'm a big hold it girl. You know what? I don't know if I ever saw you on Sunday for the ten hours that we were on the course. You did not go to a porta potty. (laughs) You didn't. I don't do it. I'm just now registering that. Oh my god! I had no idea. I'm gonna have like a major like bladder infection someday because like (laughs) when in doubt, like I get I put myself in situations and I'm just like I am not. Sometimes I get into like I try. I'm like okay, I'm just gonna do it this time, you know. And like you know, I have a a smell sensitivity too. Yeah. And you know, just a lot of like you know sensory issues. (laughs) I'm an indigo child, so I just like really feel a lot. And so yeah, once I get in there, sometimes I just like freak out. I'm like I can't, I can't do it, can't do it. Gotta get out of here. Um, so yeah. How did you not dehydrate yourself? Um, I probably was pretty dehydrated, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, especially after I drank that gigantic Topo Chico, I was probably well on my way to dehydration. Yeah. I think I was just sweating so much anyway, you know? Yeah, those gigantic, did you have one of those this weekend? I the gigantic, I oh my God. Miller they were Light. comical. Well, I, I went to order Miller Lite and then they were like, oh, do you want that? Like, or do you want that or something else? I was like, well, what else do you have? And the only other thing they have was a Topo Chico. I was like, oh, I'll give one of those a whirl. It was, I liked it. Haley didn't really like it that much. I thought it kind of tasted like if you put Skittles into soda water and then like strained them or something. So it wasn't super like, it was like an essence more than it was a flavor, which I enjoyed, but, and I tried all the flavors too. I'm not a Skittles girl. Oh yeah. Well, you can tell your Skittles trauma if you want. You shared that with us. That was brave. Okay, she once thought an M&M was a Skittle or a Skittle was an M&M that she ate it and she felt so duped by the the fruity rather than the chocolate that it wasn't that I felt duped it was that I was duped like my body was expecting chocolate and then I had a chewy fruity thing and I've never had a Skittle since and this was in third grade or second grade very young trauma. So many that years, so many years holding that inside. So you can imagine how, you know, dissatisfied I was after my first sip of that Topo Chico. I was like, I can't possibly drink this whole thing. I drank yeah. half of it, maybe. 
Hey, you live and learn, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, honestly, it kind of makes me want a caddy, but also makes me, like, have a lot more respect for caddies. Do you think that you'll do it again? Yeah, I definitely will. I don't know when. Like, I think the opportunity would have to, like, she'd be in a scramble. I don't think she'll just kick off her full-time caddy and be like, hey, come caddy for me. <laughs> I think there'd have to be a scenario where I get called up. So I'll wait for that day. But, yes, I would definitely do it again. Would you ever caddy for someone else if the opportunity came up? I mean, I don't think it ever would, but. <laughs> hey, you never know. Honestly, Honestly you're you on the caddy know. circuit now. I yeah. know, I guess. made some Or, like, somebody playing in, like, a mid-am or something, you know? like Yeah, I, w- I don't know if I would do it on, a, like, professionally. <laughs> I would need some reps, I think, to feel yeah. comfortable. But, yeah, I mean, I... I guess, like, for, it'd mean I could travel wherever she travels, but now that I have a different job, I can do that already. So, yeah, I don't Wait, know. What is the new job, by the way? Yeah, so it's a, it's pretty boring story, but I don't work <laughs> in golf anymore. Oh, no, really? Yeah, so I, I took a remote job just to help, I don't know, it was just getting a lot, like, working in sports and then her schedule. Yeah. So I found a different job. It's called BetterWorks. They're in the like HR tech space. Oh, sweet. So okay. Doing the same thing, but yeah, it's been really great. Going yeah, to Evian a couple weeks. Oh my god. So wow. I really want to go to Evian. That looks yeah, that's like looks so 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 gorgeous. And actually, that was one of my next questions. Was do you go? I mean, has like are you are you going to every tour stop? Like, are you traveling with Mel every yeah. every week? Oh my god, that's so fun! Wow. Yep. So yeah, my new job allows for that, so it'll be Sweet. really great. It's already been awesome. Like four weeks on a four weeks in a row is hard when we're not together. So it's yeah. just great to have the flexibility and be there for support. So <laughs> yeah, it's been great. That's really nice. Yeah, do you have any more advice about life on the road, actually? Because I am now intrigued about that aspect of the tour life, too, of, like, being on the road for that long at a time. Like, how how do you do it, you know? Like, or do you ever, like, find yourself in a place where you're like, I don't want to be here anymore? I feel like the hardest part is just routine. Like, I, yeah. I love routine. Yeah. When we're home, it's so easy. Like, get up, work out, cook dinner, cook lunch. It's super easy. Um, but on the road, it's like, you're getting in late, you're getting up early, you don't have, like, I don't know, it's harder to work out on the road. Absolutely. Uh, like, Mel has a membership with Lifetime Fitness, so, anytime, anytime sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's me across the room. Anytime Live fitness. Live fact-checking, like performed so, yeah, by Mel just, Reed. It's, yeah, it's just, like, finding things that allow you to have more of a routine and stay in that routine. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it can get long. We love being home and just being able to relax. But yeah, I mean it's it's good. We stay with good people on the road too. We're not always just in a hotel by ourselves, which helps as well. Oh, that's awesome. Airbnb is the best thing ever. Yeah. yeah. Whole kitchen, all that makes it a little easier. Yeah, I actually oh, um much. how do you like track down like a cool place to go? Oh yeah, Haley, you can ask your question. Sorry. I'm I have a lot of questions. Well no, that's <laughs> it's uh I want I decided this weekend that I want to put my name in the running to be a host family. Or honestly I would just give my place up. I don't even have to be here. But uh I live in Dallas and I'm not here for the tournament that comes here next, but um if you guys need a place to stay, let me know. <laughs> 
but yeah, how, do you, I mean, how do you get in the host uh, host housing circuit? Asking for me. I think the LPGA, if you reached out, they that is a thing. <laughs> yeah. But I don't I don't really know. Like, we have a family we stay with in Arkansas. Uh, what's the name of that event? Walmart, the Walmart event. Yeah. Okay. Um, and basically, they were recommended through another player who doesn't play that much anymore. So she's like, hey, like, they're offering their house. Do you want to stay with them? So we did, and now we'll stay with them every year. That's so nice. So I think it's just, like, word of, word of mouth. But it is the best. Like, you know, LPGA players are paying their way anywhere. Yeah. Their flights, their housing, their food, everything. So when you can take a week off of your expenses of free housing, it's huge. I know. So, I want to yeah, get on the circuit. extremely helpful. Yeah. Yes. Well, Dallas, okay, I'm going to keep that in mind. Yeah. Don't tell anyone else. Yeah, Haley, I don't think you officially register. I think you just word of mouth it. Okay, well, this is the word of mouth. Yeah, word of mouth would probably be... You guys have first steps. Okay. Dallas, perfect. Yeah, start a wait list. over me. (laughs) Hey, Mel. (laughs) Put a glass of wine. Missing out the best bit about caddying. Oh yeah, I have to. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. Do you have anything yes. to add? Yeah. Yes, I have the best story of the week from Shoprite. Okay, so it was a par three. I don't know what hole it was. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, there we go. So fifteen at Shoprite, and she hits it not very well at all. Like her ball striking was struggling a little bit that week, and she would say the same thing. She's standing right there. Okay, <laughs> so she just did not hit it well and we get up to the ball and I like I had to laser it on a par three and it was like 50 yards away like she wasn't even close to the the green and I laser it I'm like in my head I'm like is this a par four (laughs) no she legit goes you've got 53 yards I was like okay cool she was like is this what par is this and I was like oh (laughs) burn (laughs) oh okay good she's I thought it was a par four and I was like, no, it's no, I just hit six iron like fifty yards short, you're fine. <laughs> and you didn't even get fired. I mean such an honest, honest question. Yeah, I mean, she made par. I have no idea how. Hell that yeah. was one up and downs. I was like, that is unbelievable. How far was your putt for par? Downhill. Okay, that doesn't even matter. Like thirty feet downhill putt for par and she made it. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty legit. That's legit. Hey, you're pretty good at golf. <laughs> In case there. you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was my favorite favorite memory for sure. I was like, how do why am I lasering this on a par three? <laughs> <laughs> just like the subtle dig that like you don't even mean it. It's just like right. so honest that it's a dig. <laughs> the very best. Oh my yes. god, that's so good. I want to see. I think that Mel. I think you should have her on the bag again. At a tournament that we can go to and we can like yeah. follow like full on and get and cheer get a whole thing on it and cheer. Yeah, we can do like interviews in between the holes and stuff. Well, when when she goes to the media tent to do like post round, then you'll come to us directly <laughs> to post round and do a yes, post exactly. round because we're afraid to go to the press conferences. Oh, we can't go we're in there. Where's the next one you guys are going to? So our next up is Cincinnati, actually yeah. Queen City in September. Okay. Okay. Because I just yeah. looked it up where I actually just looked up just like because I'm always just daydreaming about going to other places. I was like, I wonder if I could swing the AIG, but we actually have an event um, in New Hampshire that weekend. So 
and it's big cups, so we're making the hole bigger um, because I think that's one of the reasons that golf is so hard. So you know us, always trying to make it easier, um, and that's what we're doing. We're switching out the cups for the day. <laughs> but I, I really want to go to that one. Are you excited for that too? What? That'll be pretty sweet. No? The, the British. Question? Are you allowed to call it the the British yeah, Open I call for it the women? Open. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm pumped. I mean, especially at Muirfield, like. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a history maker, right? Like it's the first time women have, you know, played the British Open there. I think it's gonna be cool. Um, it's always cool whenever we get to play t uh, courses which are the same as the men. Like I think it's sort yeah. of congressional is so cool. That's why KPMG yeah. does such a good job. Um, so yeah, I mean, we wanna, we wanna play the courses that the guys play. Um, you know, Pebble Beach next year at US Open will be sick. Um, so excited. Yeah, so excited. So yeah, honestly, like the more times that we get to play the men's courses, I feel like we get more eyes on us because people are like, oh, that's where Tiger hit it in, you know, 2000. And, you know, so we just get more eyes on it, really. So because people, the audience recognize the golf course. So for us, it's awesome. So yeah, your field's going to be sick. It's going to be good. Oh my God. So excited. And do you, do you guys get to see like people that you know, basically, when you're there? <laughs> Cause it's England. Oh, or... my, my family. <laughs> yeah. People that you know, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a little you, bit. Just guessing based on the way that you talk that you might know some people there. Yeah. My dad FaceTimed me yesterday, um, probably for about half an hour with his, half his hand over the actual camera. So I didn't get to see him much, but he was talking about coming to Evian. So he's coming to Evian. I think he might come to Scottish um, on his motorbike, um, which will be interesting. So cool. yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely see my family. Like, we're, we'll definitely see them at some point. Like, we're flying from Evian to London, so we'll go probably see my family for one night and then we'll drive up to Scotland. But, um, yeah, we'll definitely see them for sure. Wow. That's going to be so fun. I know, your new in-laws. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, your in-laws. I know. you got to go, you got to meet up with the in-laws now. It's part of your duty. Okay, you're cut off now. Okay. <laughs> Okay, yes. back to Carly. Yeah, sorry. She actually moved the laptop, so now I'm actually completely Back outside. to the star of the of the night. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, wait, other than so when you're not officially caddying, do you ever have other duties as a tour wife on the road? Well, I mean, help with the laundry, uh make snacks for the course. I like to make like a healthy protein ball. They're so good. Ooh. I don't think Ooh. Mel eats enough on the golf course, so I like force her to bring snacks. Um, yeah, I would say, I mean, we usually stay with a couple of their players on the road, so we'll take turns cooking, just depending on tea times and pro-am times. Like if you're home early, then you're in charge of dinner, things like yeah, that. that. So yeah, it's fun. That's pretty fun. What's your specialty aside from the protein balls? Oh gosh, I don't really have one. So whatever, whatever slop you can find. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I honestly, I probably couldn't answer that question either. We're constantly asking people questions that like I, I don't know the answers to. Someone I pray me. no one no ever idea. asks us the, those questions. I do too. I do too. Um, we're safe. I'm trying. Yeah. Wow. Wait. So are you guys gonna be? Are you gonna be in Cincinnati? Yes. Sweet. I'm very excited. Very excited for another another Ohio city. I was gonna say, yes, Jen loves oh. Ohio. I really do. They're nice people. Not used to such kindness. <laughs> such, <laughs> such Midwestern kindness, you know? Right. Lovely, lovely people. 
Um, I'm trying to think of some fun, fun wrap up questions that we could do. Do we, do we bring back the, uh, the old, the old standards? I think we would have done them already. Or a gripe. Oh yeah. Maybe a gripe. I think a gripe as a caddy from your experience, like what's something that just like kind of rubs you the wrong way or pisses you off even from the caddy point of view. I mean, I talked about this in my caddy thoughts, but putting the driver head cover on mm. is extremely annoying. Mm-hmm. I guess there's probably easier ones, but hers is like a big fluffy dog. <laughs> and like the padding inside like gets like pulled out and then you try to shove it on the driver and it just doesn't go anywhere. So it got oh. to the point like I, if she was teeing off last, I would have to like take the driver and like press it against the ground instead of like putting it in the bag while I walk. So I'm like, <laughs> a minute behind everyone else trying to put the head cover on. So I feel like they could make that a little bit easier on caddies for sure. Okay. The design of those. We should talk to some <laughs> head cover designers, honestly, about that. Yeah. They're not thinking yeah. enough about the caddies. And no. they really do. Everyone books it after the last person takes their tee shot sometimes. Yes. Like sometimes it's like a sprint down the fairway. Really, You're like, what's going on it's here? It's honestly a little scary. Yeah, and I've noticed too just in the last weekend at the KPMG – so often people are just, like, walking as even that last player is hitting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're already walking forward. I'm just, like, I personally hate that when I play. I think that's the most irritating thing when you're, like, I mean, usually we're in carts. We very rarely walk. But, you know, if anyone's on the <laughs> way to the next. Shit. <laughs> but, but still, even in carts, like, if you're on your way to the next thing, I'm, like, can you just, like, hang out? Like, isn't the point to hang out and enjoy the round? Obviously, in yeah. competition, a little bit different. But. Still rubs I feel me the like, wrong way. I mean, they were on the clock. I feel like when they're on the clock, when groups are on the clock, they have to do that. Yeah, that's fair. Like, walk yeah. ahead and get ahead. But, yeah, in, like, the amateur setting, I agree. Like, just chill. We're not we're not winning a major here. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one's getting paid after this, you know, even close. Actually, do you have any thoughts on the, on the finish this weekend? It was awesome. I awesome. honestly, like, I was pulling for Lexi. I feel like after Same. U.S. Open last year, I just felt like she deserved that one. But yeah. it was really yeah, that... hard to watch. I felt bad for her. I think that was my biggest takeaway. I mean, yeah. NG's elite, but, yeah, I was hoping Lexi could get that one done. I know. I mean, and the whole crowd definitely was, too. Like, everybody, yeah. we've, we've started to, like, when we go to events, we've, like, asked, you know, just randos in the crowd, you know, like, who's your favorite player? Like, who are you here to watch? And so many people say Lexi, you know, like, all, like almost everybody to the point, like, we now just ask because it's crazy how many people say yeah. her. And we're like, but what about, like, we're, like, we're suggesting other people to them. <laughs> Like, okay, is she the only person that you know her name or like what's going on here? So so yeah, I could tell the crowd was really, you know, on her side. I mean they really they really love her, but yeah, I mean it's uh quite the monkey to have on your back now that yeah. happening, you know. Because everyone that was around us, too, kept being like, oh, were you at Olympic? And I was like, no, I wasn't at Olympic. I, we, we just started doing this. No, I wasn't there. <laughs> Rub it what in. What does this look like? Well, yeah. But yeah, no, it was it was tough to watch. It was really tough to watch. Cause, uh, yeah, I know. Do you think? I mean, this is this is hot take central. Do you think that she'll she'll win again? Do you think she'll win another major? And do you think she'll win anything else again? I think she'll definitely win again. I do think she'll win a major, and if she does, she'll retire. Yeah, wow. that's my hot take. I, I think like she's ready to retire. 
I mean, she's been at it for a long, long, long time. Since she was like, like that's 14. Yeah. So how old is she? 27 now or Next something? Week? Yeah, she might be 27. So she's like 13 years Another old. Another one. Mel's yeah, over she... here correcting me. She's already won a major. <laughs> She did, she did, but another major. Another one, and yeah. just because, like, like the like, it, it feels like the level like to which people know her and stuff doesn't like add up to like what I mean. She is like you know a top ten machine, top five machine. Like she's always like up there, you know. But yep. just like in terms of like clinching the the W, which I understand also is like extremely extremely hard. Like I think it's amazing anytime anybody wins anything. I'm like this. A lot needs to go right for you for this to happen this week, you know? And that's the cool thing about golf is it can happen, like, for anybody any week, you know? Like, every week is so different. So, so yeah, something to watch, something to consider. <laughs> <laughs> so nuts. Well, we don't want to take up your entire night, and we really, really appreciate you coming on. Do you have any questions for us, actually, before we wrap up? Who are you bringing on next? The bar is high after this. I, this is so high. Actually, I think... <laughs> We're talking to, oh my gosh, I met Tanya Tare at an event a couple weeks oh, ago, nice. an Adidas event, and so we're going to try to get her on, because she was really, really, really cool. Perfect. Yeah, like, she'd be a good one. I we also bumped into a... Uh, and I also... I was to say, we bumped into Megan King, too. Oh, yes. Bumped into oh, Megan, nice. drinking a Topo Chico out there on the course <laughs> on Sunday, <laughs> just living her best life. Um, Perfect. So, yeah, we're going to try to get her back on. She was our very first interview that we ever did. Oh, wow. um, we did it live, like in like Boston Golf Club, um, because somebody else like bailed on me and was like, "Oh, we'll do here. Can I get you Megan instead?" I was like, "Yeah, sure. Like that's great." And we had no idea what we were doing, so I really need to impress her <laughs> with uh, with our new with our new about. skills. She needs to see the headphones. She needs to see the microphone. So, <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, big it. tough act to follow. Big so, shoes to fill for sure. Seriously, seriously. Um, so, Carly, we're so excited to see what else you do um, with your caddying career, you know, um, with your life in general as well, of course. <laughs> and um, and have fun in Europe, and hopefully we'll see you soon. Yeah, we'll see awesome. you in September, it sounds like. Yes, we'll All definitely right. see you in Ohio. Can't wait. All right, so everybody, thank you so very much for listening. Um, you can find Carly um, on Instagram, at Carly Reed. Is that, that's it, right? It's just yeah. straight up your name. Yeah. Just at Carly Reed. Um, she's famous, so it's pretty easy to find. Um, and obviously watch her on TV um, for the limited num like number of hours they play the LPGA tour. Okay. Anyway, that was just my break. Um, just getting that in. Okay. And the last, anyway, the hey, last plug. Yeah. Okay. I messed that up. Sorry. What's your last I was going to say the, the last plug, if you haven't watched the newlywed game with Carly and Mel that the oh LBJ God, yeah. put out, oh, do yes. yourself a favor and watch that because that was, you know, so another, honestly, if they didn't know <laughs> your you comedy, were, I was going to say, you're just a lot of good content coming out of your Twitter these days. So really appreciate I it. I appreciate that. I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. try to keep it going. Yeah. Someday. Well, someday you guys will have your own TV show. Yeah, when that's we the when we buy the golf channel, which is my plan, <laughs> or if when we cut a deal with Bravo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think. Well, I think after the PGA, well, we like we finished, then we just didn't. I think after the PGA Tour Netflix thing comes out, I think that they should do LPGA definitely next because yeah. I think oh it would gosh, also yeah. be so much more like entertaining. Agreed. It would be like Vanderpump season one energy, which is one of the best <laughs> seasons of television of all time. Um, so yeah, 
So that's what we think. But anyway, all right, for real. Um, hang loose, swing easy. Love you. Bye. All right. See you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Carly.